Hello, hello everyone, and welcome to Star Trek Baja, a Lower Decks version of the Star Trek Adventures actual play using the rules by Modifius Entertainment. My name is ELH the Game Master, and joining me are some lovely individuals who we'll meet right now. Uh, Matthew, anything you want to shout out, and what character you're playing? Hello everyone, my name is Matthew. I play the Helmsman Shash Chathane, an Andorian. Alright, Techno, and anything you want to shout out, or...? Hi everyone, I'm Techno. Uh, I will be playing the Klingon warrior nurse, uh, Macbeth. And uh, nope, I've got nothing I want to shout out. All right, and then Bean. Hello, I'm Bean Goblin. You can find me at Bean Goblin underscore. Uh, I said that Bean Goblin twice. Oh, well, you can find me on the thing that uh, Eli just quite humbly put there. I am playing Marta at my quest ball in, and I, if I'm able to put in my teeth, I'll be able to speak to you later. Mm -hmm. Love it, love it. All right, let's get the intro video going and then we'll dump, jump in the play. And welcome back. So as is tradition on the channel, we have the players do the opening log and I believe Techno uh, Macbeth has that honor today. He does. So, Ensign Macbeth, personal log, year 1006, 47th day of Napoc. My father, honored house, uh, head of the House of Glamis has written. As is usual, he has expressed his displeasure with my decision to enter Starfleet. He once again threatens dishonor and discommendation if I do not resign my commission and return to Kaldoch to take my place as heir of the House. As is usual, I will ignore the missive. His words mean little to me and serve only to distract from my honorable work as a nurse aboard the Baha. I am sure it is not the last such threat I will receive. I must put these thoughts from my head. Thankfully, I have been given the honorable duty of medical and science specialist aboard a shuttle, piloted by my somewhat indolent friend, Shas Chathain. Our mission will be to fly to the edge of a quantum singularity, at which point Ensign Marquis Berlin will, be, will begin transporting entities within the singularity into spe specially built robotic frames they may occupy so as to engage with our captain in a comfortable manner while they reside within our time continuum. While Marquis will oversee the process from an engineering point of view, I will have the honor of ensuring that there are no medical issues arising from the integration and to monitor the shuttle crew for any adverse effects that may result from proximity to a black hole. On a more personal note, for the outward voyage, I have downloaded to the shuttle several Klingon ballads, which I am certain will rouse even the languid spirit of Shas into song. End personal log. You may have a momentum for that. So, nice. uh, as you all are in the shuttle already, headed towards the quantum singularity, um, this is one of those beautiful quantum singularities that isn't just a random black hole in space, like it's actively eating a planet or it's actively eating a nebula. So it's a kaleidoscope of colors that easily defines the event horizon. Um, and just to give you a little bit of extra info, um, the entities within this quantum singularity they are the exact same ones that were encountered by the TNG crew uh, during, I forget the name of the episode. Um, Timescape. Timescape, that's what it was, yeah. So this is basically second contact for our intrepid crew. But uh, as you all are flying towards the event horizon, I did want to give you all um, a little bit of role-playing time before I started throwing the plot at you. So feel free to take it away. 
Come, my friends, sing. Very good. Very good. Yes, maybe keep you that could, beat. Could you, could you like maybe teach me Klingon so I can actually sing along rather than just hum along? It would yes, be that, that, would, that would be preferable than playing more music. Please, linguistic lessons. <sighs> I turn up. Simulation of music. <laughs> I was about to turn it up. <laughs> yes, I do not understand you. You say you wished for a less human-centric view of the of the Federation, and yet here I come, bearing such gifts as this. Well, and I guess Starfleet with disdain for it. Starfleet is all about challenging our preconceptions, and maybe I've just had mine overturned. Just bring me back the the jazz. Ugh. Jazz. <laughs> Well, uh, uh, that's what I thought too. I mean, I could always play some swing. Let's let's not let's. Wh why don't we just do this mission in complete and utter silence? Hill swing is great. I don't know what you're talking about. I, I, okay. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't even know what swing sounds like. Oh, oh, oh now we'll never will because you don't want to listen to it. If you don't like, well, don't threaten me opera, with a good time. Perhaps something more in the land of. Klingon popular music would be more your speed. Wait, there's Klingon rock and roll? Well, we prefer heavy metal, but yes. Oh, okay. I mean, it oh. couldn't be worse than the opera. Yeah, let's go. Let's put it on. Why not? What's the worst that could happen? You know, I, I hear that there are some alien species that actually like have their heads explode when they're exposed to certain kinds of music, so I think that yes, but terrible things could happen. The three of us aren't uh, that sort of strategically uh, challenged, so, you know, I don't think so. Do Andorians have aversion to high noises? Well, we are very sensitive people. Well, from your, my perspective of you, that then, yes. That's certainly true. <laughs> so, uh, anyways, with respect to the mission, and you know things are bad when I'm the one who wants to get us back on track with respect to the mission, um... I mean, being the captain's favorite of the three of us, you know, you're just... <laughs> he is angling for another uh, yeah, competition. Just, yeah, just the, he's going for the promotion, ladies and gentlemen, but look yeah, at this man's soul. Always kissing up, James, yeah. James T. Kirk in, <laughs> in action. Yeah. Captain before captain. 33. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, <clears throat> anyways, how is it that aliens can live inside a black hole, Macbeth? I mean, isn't that impossible? That is an excellent question. And I would explain, but I fear that you would you did not do the required reading at the Academy. You and I both know this. Damn it, Thane. They're a doctor, not a xenobiologist. Unless they are. I just wanted to say that once. I mean, you, you probably could go with astrophysicists, considering we're not dealing necessarily with biology. We're dealing with... Tomato, tomato. I have to both failed to those explain classes. my understanding is that it is less that they live within or reside within the black hole, but they use it as some sort of terminus point, some sort of entryway into our reality via a subspace fold that exists along the, the very outermost fringes of the event horizon. Now, of course, an event horizon is typically not a fixed point in space. However, in this instance, the, the phrasing holds true. I thought the event horizon was actually like a, a literal physical surface. Didn't the Starship Voyager prove that? You know, they were like trapped 
beyond the event horizon of a black hole and then they cracked it like a sheet of ice and traveled through it? Yes, I have tried to explain to you several times that this is not how physics work in general. And certainly well, look, not how antimatter-based weaponry works, nor any type of science. Are you saying that Captain J Catherine Janeway has lied in her log reports? I am suggesting that perhaps the logs that you have been permitted to read are not necessarily entirely scientifically accurate. Look, your conspiracy theories are getting to be a little bit disturbing. I mean... Doctored log reports. I, mean, I did not say doctored log reports. I said... Falsified. No, 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 no. What he's saying mm -hmm. is that they tried something, but their scientific method may have not have been 100% accurate. Just because somebody's telling the truth doesn't mean they're correct. Hmm. Because I could tell you how, how a virus works, but I failed that class. Well, then you wouldn't be telling me the truth. Yeah, but I would be telling you from what my truth would be from my perspective, from what I understand. But I failed that class. Yeah, well, I failed philosophy, so I, I don't... This whole truth is subjective thing is mm. kind of lost on me. And yet but, you seem to be the most philosophical of the three of us. Yes. I thought you would enjoy this conversation. You normally do. My philosophy is I like taking breaks and naps and convalescences. And then talking about hot air topics that you uh, that you waste time with. And Unless the captain's around, which then you do really, really well. That's like prevarication and circumlocution around duty, not actual philosophy. I do not mm. see what the Borg have to do with this. <laughs> uh, it's just trauma from the Borg triples. No, I should have the, the trauma from the Borg triples. I was the one that was assimilated. Well, like I said, Andorians are very sensitive people, and I'm just incredibly empathetic, naturally. I agree with the second half of that statement. As this banter keeps going, uh, Thane, if you could give me a difficulty to control or daring uh, task here, the shuttle will assist you with a engines con on its part. Again, the difficulty here is a two, and this is to represent you getting the shuttle to right next to the event horizon without falling in. Okay. Would precision maneuvering apply? Almost definitely. Most definitely. Then to try to generate us bonus momentum, I'm going to spend one momentum and probably access uh, cautious con okay so perform challenge us and we'll go with control because that seems to fit better with this uh, okay would um, you like me to get the shuttle if you would yes what am i rolling uh you oh, rolled I, sorry it's not the task roll. yes sorry about that uh, uh elh what is the shuttle rolling uh the shuttle is doing engines and con engines. and you just get a momentum from chat as well thank you Thank you, chat. And I'll re-roll one of those failed dice. Shuttle? Oh, the shuttle rolled a challenge dice. <laughs> it's been a while. Yeah. Okay, All right, so, that's... so that is two successes from Thane, and then the shuttle just needs to do an engine con, and we'll see if you get any more. As focus, only rolling one dice. Roll. All right, shuttle looks like shuttle the shuttle... Nothing. Yeah, shuttle does nothing, but you still got the two you needed. So, Thane, as you get closer and closer to the shuttle, um, the, you have to navigate through a bunch of gravimetric currents and eddies such that it's a smooth ride, 
but the closer you get to the event horizon, the more power you're having to put in the engines, the more you're having to compensate for intense gravimetric pull. And in general, it's actually starting to take more and more concentration the closer you get. But the good news is, with this this task being successful, um, you get right to the optimum location and put the engines in almost full reverse to keep you in place as the beaming aboard can happen. Uh, okay, uh, <clears throat> Marques, maybe you could make that transport relatively quickly because I'm not okay. exactly comfortable just sitting here. All right, so I'm going to divert uh, power from weapons uh, before I get on with that because we're not going to need those. Uh, so I, I use the backup power supply from the weapons and just shunt them over to to your console so you'll be able to use them when needed. Um, and then get up over to the transporter, quick check over the robot. I presume it's like some sort of like environmental suit, but it's a bit more bulky with more machinery. Yeah. That I'm beaning these people into. So it is... Um, I'm trying to remember the name of the character from Prodigy, but... Um... It's kind of a, right, yeah. uh, it's like a circular body with arms and legs coming off of the circle. So um, they can move in our environment sort of thing. Correct, yes. Zero is the name of the character. Yeah, that's there. what they are, Zero. They're Medusin. That's what they are, Medusin. All right, so the the exoskeletons <laughs> seem to be working well. Uh, just, can you... Um, I'm forgetting everybody's name because I haven't done this for a while. Um, but um, Beth, could you just check that the um, the uh, the environmental and the life support systems on these are working fine before I start beaming people over? I will do this. And you never told me your I... nickname is Beth. I uh, would prefer not to speak of this. It's a fine nickname for them. Don't worry about it. Yes, Marquis has uh, been trying this out. I am not entirely enamored with it. And I mean, it's better than Shastra Thane. That's why I just go by Thane and Beth and Mar. Is that is that what we're calling you now? I mean, if you want to. I don't see any problems with that. Hmm. I will make uh, it back. If uh, if you want to give me a reason in medicine, difficulty of one, just to give a quick overview of the bodies here. Absolutely. Can I assist with a, like, from an engineering perspective? Um, sure, you can roll a uh, reason in engineering. Difficulty is only a one on this, so hopefully momentum for you all. Yeah. <clears throat> and can uh, I take xenobiology as a focus? Most definitely. Reason, engineering. Um... Okay, here we go. I don't think I have a focus, so I'm just going to roll. All right, two successes already from Macbeth, one success from Boleyn. So that's yeah. three successes, getting you two momentum, bringing you up to four. So the good news is that the bodies are actually quite well maintained, quite well constructed. They should be able to contain the quantum singularity life forms, or QSLs, as I'm going to say for the rest of the, the session, probably. Um, really, all you have to do is just beam the QSLs into these bodies, and everything should be fine. Um, in a in kind of an abstract way, think of it like downloading software for an operating system. You're basically mm. taking the patterns from the life forms that are in the singularity and downloading them into the body, if that helps comprehend what's going on here. Okay. Well, I believe these bodies will suffice. All right. So as long as we got a green light to start transporting people, I'm I'm good to go. 
Wait, how do we know we got a green light from them? What relevance does the color of the light have? It's uh, another I mean, anthropocentric thing. I see. I mean, there's green lights and red lights on Trill. I don't know why why that, that's an anthropocentric thing. I don't know anything about your culture because I, I, I failed that class. Klingons generally use red lights. For everything. Indeed. Just the various harshness of the tone of red depicts it it's go or not. We only have one alert status and it is red. So think of it as a as a uh, you know a low red, like you know, not not a problematic, it's things are good sort of thing. I thought we did not want to kill these creatures. I need to reread re my Kling Defense Force uh, alert guide then. Indeed. All right, then. What you are saying is, we are prepared. Yeah, I mean, okay. it's, the, it's the warm and happy red. That means they're ready to kill somebody. All right. It's the isn't really kind it, of dour and blackish it, red that means Isn't, isn't there not. like a party red when they're like drinking and stuff? We do not speak of the party red. <laughs> oh, having a nice... Oh, okay, I'm just going to get on my job. I'm just going to get on my job. This this has gone too far. I'm never going to... We allow this. this. The last time we permitted you to work any of the transporter controls, it resulted yeah. in your assimilation. True. Have but... you, I'm sure that you have double-checked everything before you in, in, I... uh, engage these systems. As I'm saying... What I'm about to say, LH, I'm double checking the systems. I'm not the one that added the new bit of component to the uh, to the uh, transporters. All I was just running it was a basic diagnostic check, like I am right now. And In that's fact, not going to. If memory serves, you put the Heisenberg compensator in backwards. No, no, no. I wasn't the one that installed it. The gamma shift installed it. And lo and behold, bad things happened. This seems like somewhat revisionist history, but I will allow it. I'm the engineer. <laughs> I'm not the one that put the height of the compensator in. We yes, always sign is, our work. This is what scares me. Look, as much as I like slacking off and not completing work, uh, we're sitting right next to the event horizon of a black hole. So maybe rather than forcing me to, to continually compensate for the gravitic turbulence here, you guys could do your jobs. Oh, God, I am getting responsible. Oh. Soon, certainly soon. <laughs> um, yeah, I will. Yes. I presume this, the command staff has given me some program I need to run to, to beam these people over. I'm not like doing this from the ground up. Right. So there are two steps to this process. The first, uh, no role required on this, is you just send out a burst from the uh, deflector ray of the shuttle to signal to the QSLs that uh, you're ready to beam them aboard. And then on that same frequency, uh, you're going to get a pattern and you're going to be able to beam them out using that pattern. All right. Thane, if you could send out the burst so I can transport these people. Recalibrating the deflector. And just presses a single button. <laughs> you really like recalibrating today, don't you? I mean, it wastes time. Well, moments after you send out the signal, there's a burst on the same frequency that indicates that they are ready. And sure enough, on the targeting sensors for the transporter, you are seeing life forms, three of them in particular. Okay. Well, beam them over then. All right. 
I need you to do me a control and engineering. The shuttlecraft will assist you with a sensors engineering. I'm actually going to, well, no, nah, I won't spend threat quite yet. Uh, the difficulty on this will be a one. Only a one? Yeah, only a one, surprisingly. Don't, don't say that. I, it's transporters. They normally start at a two. I'm very confused right now. All right, if you um, want me to break it down, I will. Um, starts at two. You're using a transporter pad, technically, because it's okay. a shuttle, so it's one. The target isn't on a transporter pad, so it does go back up to two. And then what's the other one that I'm forgetting for the extra? Oh, you know how to deal with their patterns. So you have an advantage already of how ah, to deal with the QSL. So that's what brings it down to a one. All right. I was expecting a three, but I'm still buying a momentum to roll an extra dice. I have transporters and replicators as a focus. Okay. So that's go. All right. Hey, well, three there's successes. three already. And then if someone can grab the shuttle, again, the shuttle is rolling a sensors one, engineering. Two. Uh, shall I grab that? I've uh, got it. Uh, you've got it. Cool. And I focus. I mean, still no so help from the shuttle, but uh, with three successes, you're back up to five momentum. So the first two transports work pretty well. Uh, you get them into the prepared robotic uh, shells or the robotic bodies. But in a, what I think is actually an ELH first, because I don't think I've done this yet, I'm going to do the reversal threat spend. Now, for those who have never done the reversal threat spend before, it costs me two threat per player, but it basically lets me end the scene in a big, complicated way. Um, I can't kill you, I can't injure you, but I can end the scene in a very complicated way. So here's what's going to happen. Again, the first two signals come over, no issue. But then, as a gravimetric wave passes over the shuttle, um, the third pattern scrambles the third pattern doesn't beam where it should and all of you uh i guess again anthropocentricism here um your blood runs cold because that distortion wave that just hit you is going to also knock out your engines and in the process the stars outside of the window they start spinning as the shuttle begins to veer out of control and fall into the quantum singularity now, you're not going to hit it within the next five seconds, but I did want to give you all at least the five seconds to do the oh shit moment if you were ah. so inclined. Ah. Oh. <laughs> Compensate for the initial flux. Initial dampers have failed. <laughs> Rewrite <laughs> power from, from the backup. Well, not get a commendation for this. <laughs> really dead in five seconds anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> and uh, with that, nope. with that, there's a bright flash of light that seems to consume everything. And then we enter into a new scene. You all wake up. And the first thing I need to ask is... Um, what would be your response to looking down at yourself as if an out-of-body experience? Because when you come to, you're still inside the shuttlecraft. And all that's outside of the viewports is kind of this white void. And you also see that the robotic bodies inhabited by the QSLs that transported completely, um, they are powering up and begin to stir. But... You are looking down at your bodies, which are all unconscious on the floor. 
Can we see each other's disembodied selves? Yes, you can see each other, but you can't actually speak for roleplay sake. You can speak. Um, you are actually telepathically communicating for the next, well, however long you're going to be incorporeal. My friends, this is glorious. We are on our way to Stovacore. The halls of the hallowed dead. No, I don't think you go there if you die because your engines failed and you dropped into a black hole. You go to the other place, right? No, 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 no. It is much more nuanced than that. Klingons have nuance? You would not understand. You are not Klingon. I thought it was all just sort of, ah, warrior sort of thing. As I said, you would not understand. Suffice to say, my friends, that we are not on the barge of the dead, and therefore we are heading to Stovacor. Well, this is certainly an odd way that you'd uh, um, uh, 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 spend your last hours for my quest. Uh, how are we going to talk with this? I, I, I don't know. I don't normally deal with disembodied moments. I mean, have any of you dealt with any disembodied moments? Mm-hmm. I think Jin did, but that was due to um, uh, stimulants. Okay, mm. all right. So maybe if I flow back down to my body, that will work. I'm, Possibly I mean, a lot I, of themselves. I mean, um, that's entirely possible. Mm. Yeah. McBeth, are, are we actually dead? Could you take a look at our bodies and maybe examine them? Oh, they're not speaking to me. Yeah, so I think they're, they're speaking on a medical front. Um, yeah, I'll try to swim over to I, my body. I can, I can attempt this. Okay. Um, so, anyway, uh, McBeth. If you yeah. can give me a reason medicine difficulty of two. <clears throat> okay. Uh, and we'll do your thing in a moment, Marquise, where you try to flow back into your body. Mm-hmm. Can I... Oh, would any of my focuses work here? Uh, emergency medicine? <laughs> Technically, emergency medicine would work here, sure. Let's give it a shot. What was the difficulty, sorry? Uh, difficulty of two. Okay. I'm just going to roll it straight and see what happens. Okay. okay. Oh, wish I hadn't done that. Do you uh do you want to succeed with the complication? No, I'm I'm I think this is probably fine. What I'm going to do is I'm going to just sort of poke at my own body okay. and see what happens. That's that's the it seems to be the extent of my medical expertise at the moment. Okay. I mean disembodied uh is not normally a nurse's job. <laughs> Were you talking uh... to me that time? Uh, that was me as a player talking to a player rather than. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it gets a little weird in the quantum singularity. The fourth wall doesn't exist. Um, Wait, who are these people on this video call? Who are you? So here's what I'll give you for one success your bodies are still breathing, and your hearts are still. Or you're breathing, and your hearts are still beating. Um, but. Uh, Marquise, when you try to flow back into your body, you actively pass through it. You don't possess it or anything. You just sort of float through it. And if you keep going, you'll actually float out of the shuttle if you want to keep going. I don't want to keep going just in case that has some sort of adverse effect. But I'm just going to pop out, out from my stomach and go, okay, I can't lick bank with my other selves. My friends, this is terrible, terrible news. We do not appear to be dead. I'm, yes, that that's horrifying. Um, but I'm glad you agree. Doesn't this like I I, I said I failed philosophy, so I, I, maybe this is not exactly 
Correct. But doesn't this mean that we actually have some sort of soul that transcends death? Because our bodies are live, but we're out here. I mean... You, surely you have been listening to my tales. The mind. Yes, but I haven't believed them. And this is why you fail. No, I don't think that's why I failed basic philosophy, but uh, regardless. <clears throat> uh, point stands, we are not dead. Our bodies appear to be breathing, and they appear to be... Yes, they appear to be doing everything that would be expected. Just we do not appear to be present. Um, maybe we could... Maybe our visitors would be able to help us in this regard. This is their realm, in a sense. Well, the Q-cells are familiar with discomported existence, right? They, they, they can't be physical in the black hole. So maybe. It's funny you mentioned that. I was kind of waiting. So the QSLs, the two of them do sort of stand up. They look over their bodies and they kind of just look at each other and they go, well, this is a novel experience. Um, We don't appear to actually be in what they call real space, though. In fact, judging Hello. by the fact there's three neural energy patterns floating before us, I think we're still in the still in the singularity. Um, can you hear us? Can you see us? Hello? You I, can't hello? see here, though. I, I, I wave and other such things. Okay. Greetings, friends. Uh, so one of them steps forward and says, my name is... Well, it wouldn't really translate. You can call me M, I suppose. Um, you're not dead, but your neural energies have been pulled from your bodies. That tends to yes. happen when a corporeal life form comes into our singularity. This is extremely disappointing. In what way? Just... You are not Klingon. You would not understand. Uh, don't take that as any kind of offense. He says that to everybody. Okay. Um, not to everybody. I do not say it to Klingons. I think that was implied. Like that, that was an implied exclusion. But it was not explicit. You really have to learn something about subtext here. I thought you were talking about how Klingons are subtle. No, I said we have nuance. What's the difference? Mm, a very subtle difference. You were you are not Klingon. You would not understand. <laughs> okay, from now on, that's gonna be my explanation for everything too. Okay? You're not Andorian. This this is getting really racist. I don't know. I mean and actually, yeah, the, the M and his buddy are laughing. They're like, they just like that. Berlin is fine. Yeah, the ambassadors are just laughing. Like, well, I can tell that you are very interesting characters. Well, I have good news and I have bad news. The good news is that it is possible to reunite your neural energy with your bodies. The okay. only problem, and this is the bad news, is that the only entity within our reality, within this singularity that knows how to do it, is an elder of ours. Uh, you would call him N. M and N. Perhaps I should have picked a different letter. Anyways, N is at the very heart of the singularity. And to get there, you're going to have to pass through, well, I suppose for you, it would be a dreamland or some form of thought-taking reality. Basically, whatever you believe and whatever you're thinking of 
thought and reality are almost the same thing in this singularity. I think of cake. And sure enough, a, let's say a two, st uh, two stacked cake does appear in the shuttlecraft. <laughs> this is the best place ever. <laughs> I throw over to the cake. You realize you don't have taste buds um, or a um, stomach. Ah, uh, but if I think I have taste buds, then it's fine. So you actually go to, to eat the cake, uh, I'm um, assuming with your hands. Yeah. So you are actually able to pick up parts of the cake and put it in your mouth. And mm. you do taste something, but it's not a full taste. It's like, um, and this is maybe a, a weird analogy. It's like eating from a distance where the taste is still there, but it's pulled away, if that makes sense. Is it like I'm eating from a memory? You know what? That's probably a better way to put it. Yes. So because I have lived five previous lives, the cake will start shifting and changing into different styles of cake. So every single time I take a bite from it, it'll go from a Victoria sponge to a chocolate cake and other such things. And in the back of my head, you can start hearing whispers uh, because you're all telepathically linked. And they're all just reminiscing about when they could eat previously. ELH, I feel like this is really important and I think we really need to know it. Mm -hmm. Are you saying the cake is a lie? Yes, the cake is definitely alive. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'll throw myself out. No, <laughs> out the airlock, off you go. <clears throat> well, I'm glad that you're enjoying yourself. Um, and he's going to turn over to the uh, the QSLs. Uh, is there any danger of remaining in this form? Like, obviously, our bodies are probably going to die shortly unless they get medical attention but to our neural patterns well based on the few that have fallen into our singularity before i mean time works differently here you could potentially spend eons within the singularity without any ill effect hmm. i can see you considering hmm. this and hmm. i do hmm. not agree no no, no. Hmm. Hmm? I, I mean it's just, that's a lot of life to live. One would not call this living. Well, that's incredibly culturally insensitive to our fine hosts. You have well, let's have my cake and at it. So let us go through this dreamland, shall we? I feel I must warn you, if what they say is true and our dreams, for want of a better term, become reality, you must be prepared for some unspeakable horrors. The Klingon psyche is not, not for the faint-hearted. And it's funny you mention that mine. because uh, outside of the shuttlecraft, you see the barge of the dead that is just floating by. But instead of it being Klingons on the barge of the dead, it's just a bunch of Triborg. That, that is not my fault. No, that's just that's just repressed trauma. Don't worry about it. I do uh, no. Klingons do not have repressed trauma. No, no. Uh, she, she was talking about hers. <laughs> and because you say that you don't have repressed trauma, a blue barrel floats by as well. <laughs> Let, let's just say that this. I've heard be stories of this. The great Klingon killer. The 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 best place and also the worst place for me. I have experienced six lives. And and eaten cake in each of them. Yes. Weird that. Um, 
and all of them have died besides myself. I don't think that's particularly strange. Isn't that like no, a, a necessity right. yeah, of getting the, to you? Necessity of things, but none of neither of you two have experienced death. My oh, mind has experienced death five times, which is an active memory. So unlike when you're dreaming and you wake yourself up before you finish dreaming, there's a reason why only so many chills can become hosts. You can see what I'm trying to say? No, I stopped paying attention. I'm sorry. Right. This, is what, well, this is the reason why I fail so many classes. Fair enough, then. Uh, I will give you the short. We may have to experience my deaths if that's, uh, if that's what may be happening here. I'm sure they were all honorable. And your oh, one of them have gone was filled with explosives. Let's go. Clap my hands. Explosives. Uh, yes. My last host, Ambassador, Ambassador uh, Ting, died trying to save the ship. An honorable way to die. And to make things a little bit more interesting, uh, the computer on the sh on the shuttle begins to speak, but it's in a different voice than the usual uh, female voice. And it says, this wasn't the plan. Where am I? I feel so confined. Hello? Hello? Why are you in my shuttle? Well... I believe there was an issue with transport. Yes, the gravitational pull shunted the ship's power, and I just didn't think you materialized, so you would have gone back where you should have gone, not into the ship. I appear to have inhabited your limited computer banks. I do apologize about that. I hope um, you enjoy all of the Klingon music I put within it. So... There's a pause, and then, as we were hinting at earlier, K-pop begins playing. Is that a Korean pop or Klingon pop? Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. Taylor <laughs> <laughs> ah, Swift. Yes. I feel you will enjoy this one. Okay, let's 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 I mean, let's get no back to our bodies. Okay, singing, enough. But it does have a good beat. He's he's out of the ship. He just phases right through the wall <laughs> and starts running towards that barge of the dead. <laughs> oh, okay. Bye. All right. No, well, not... before the rest of you chase after, uh, M does stop you and say, so in order to get to the convergence, the heart of the singularity, you must focus your mind and drill down until you make getting to the convergence your reality. So I hope you're well-versed in mental gymnastics and mental fortitude. This is very disturbing. You may have noticed that we are not particularly focused. Well, then you might take a while to get there. At this point, Shas just pokes his head back into oh, the shuttle. Oh, 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 oh. Which direction are we going? I know. As I go to the navigational controls, and I just mm -hmm. put my hands on the controls and, like, focus on where we need to go. Okay. So this is actually an extended task, and it is, I'll type it out for everybody. Uh, mm -hmm. This is going to be a difficulty of three. It will have a magnitude of four. And overall, the way to go about this is either a presence 
or in insight plus command. Okay. I got a 12 in that and okay. composure as a focus, so. I have 10 at best. Can I blog? Con, because I'm not doing it by commanding myself to go. I'm trying to do some mental gymnastics to push myself towards the uh, towards the destination. All out, sure. All right. I don't know whether I'm doing it first or if we're doing it in a roundabouts fashion. Well, the uh, good news is that know, whoever wants to do the role, you just have to visualize your destination with razor focus. And if you fail or you roll a complication, there are fun things that happen but uh yeah this is generally meant to represent a a journey inward as it were all right so do you mind if i go first i got a 13 with three con or do you sure. want to go first you put all your right. hands on the console go for it put my hands on the console all right i'm gonna use um my joint talent okay. and gain the focus journey within not focusing any of my 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 Pacific hosts, but inward spirituality is a main thing with Trill, and being a joined is part of that. We've seen them use meditation, uh, different uh, drugs and other such things to focus their mind so they can access specific memories. Mm -hmm. So I believe this would should be like standard training for a uh, Trill, a joined Trill. I would agree. All right then. So I have spiritual. Bloggle woggle as a focus, then that is the official term. Bargle woggle, <laughs> bloggle woggle. Yes, it's it's a very deep spiritual uh philosophy. In it's, That's it's actually what it's called in native trail. On 12, is, trail yeah. yeah, yeah, bargle woggle, bargle woggle. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, okay, so the target uh, target number three. Mm -hmm. Uh, all right, so I'm going to buy a dice. Okay, uh, I have a focus. Uh, yeah, okay. I'm just going to roll. Hey! Three successes on the dot. Very well done. And again, the way this works, since it's an extended task, it's two plus your attributes, so uh, two plus the your con score. So what is that, five? Uh, yeah, five in total. All right, so go ahead and roll me five challenge dice, please. All right. Okay, I'm going to spend a momentum to re-roll three of those. Okay. If I remember, that's something you can do, right? Yeah. You well, it's it's not like Fallout where it's only limited to three, but um, yeah, you can spend one momentum to reroll as many challenge dice as you wish. Hey, there we go. There you go. So you go up to five total successes here. So you actually achieve a breakthrough, which means the difficulty comes down and you do some work. So as you focus inwards, Bolin, um. Around the three of you, the shuttlecraft vanishes and swirling galaxies of maybe maybe about the size of like a mouse or maybe about the size of a rat, you know, small. Um, there's just a swirling expanse of multiple spiraling galaxies. We're talking thousands upon thousands, each small enough that you could like literally pick up with your hands and each of them sort of floats uh, sort of like sort of like flower petals on the wind, if you will. So like a cherry blossom, sort of that sort of stereotype where um, the petals just sort of blow in the wind. Same sort of thing here, where 
it is perhaps actually one of the most beautiful sights your characters have ever seen um just because of the sheer amount of data the sheer amount of resplendence i think is the word i want that's on display here i am a leaf on the wind watch how i saw oh okay okay that was more strenuous than i think i'm going to take a sit down as i try to sit i presume a chair appears beneath me oh yeah really i thought that journey was kind of relaxing you could just lose yourself in the panoply of stars and galaxies. It was, but I feel like I've mentally ran somewhere. Like, it was relaxing, but also strenuous at the same time. It was most impressive. Thanks? Um, the, the mental fortitude required to shift us seemed in excessive. And you yeah, handled been, it well, like a Klingon. Basically carrying both of us on your shoulders, right? So... Good job. Thanks. Um, I'm, yeah, from what I understand, just focus blankly and then on to where we want to go, which is to this elder. I was focusing on trying to gain greater wisdom, which is a normal thing for me, but from a different source, you, you know. Yeah, I was just going to sit down and just have a small nap. So okay. where are we now? Oh, looks like a white void. I didn't want to say it, but I thought the same thing. You think they lived like this? Or in some sort of like projection of their own consciousness that they constantly reshaped their whims? That sounds an awful lot like philosophy to me. I think it was more cultural studies, but... Uh, Perhaps I do not understand the term. No, I mean, you're not Andorian, so... <laughs> See how that feels? Yeah, that's that's it. Right there. Okay. <clears throat> now, and I walk up to the helm. Rage. I, somehow you are both becoming more culturally aware and also aggressive at the same time. It, it's quite, quite actually interesting. Well, you know what they say. The more you learn about other peoples and cultures, the more you dislike them. Who are they? I believe the Klingons have put it better that hell is other people. I mean, it probably sounds better in the original Klingon. As most things do. Right. <clears throat> Let's get out of here. I I'm tired of this place. And uh, he'll walk up to that console, been focusing his mind on the letter N, because everything is anthropocentric and it's part of the human alphabet. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, again, it's a presence or insight plus command. You can certainly pitch me another one, but by default, it is presence or insight plus command. Uh, the this good is news where... is it's only a difficulty of two. This is where we end up in a library filled with books starting with the letter N because you're so focused on the letter N rather than... We I just tell. assumed we were going to end up in Sesame Street or something. <laughs> I mean, there are worse skits to end up in. Uh, I'll spend one momentum to roll three dice. And I will assume that my composure focus would apply here. It definitely would. Ooh. So complication. Ooh. Do you have any way to reroll that? I do not. Okay. So uh, go ahead. Since you did succeed, go ahead and roll two plus your uh, your attribute there or, or your discipline there. So 
Okay. Uh, do you and wish to spend a momentum to make it five? Yes. Which, uh, which discipline did you use? Command. Your command's only three? Yes. Oh, you're more of a con officer, right? Yes. Yes. Yep. yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. So the extended task does get a little bit easier. But now, because you rolled a complication, I have to roll a challenge die. Let's see. He did not focus his blog all over. Oh, interesting. The effect. Okay. Okay. I see you. <laughs> so here's what happens is, Thane, you focus on the letter N as hard as you can. And the swirling galaxies around you um, actually change. You seem to zoom into one of the galaxies in particular. And now, instead of being surrounded by different galaxies, you're surrounded from countless stars being born uh, from stellar nurseries, basically from nebula. And you're seeing the stars through their entire life cycle. You're seeing them, you know, for the first time, their fusion cycle ignites to when they burn out or when they supernova. All this happens within the matter of moments. However, as you all arrive in this next area, um, a effect was rolled, and Thane, um, you are going to take an injury here, which means that due to the sheer mental strain, um, you can't do any further tasks until you are healed. You're not knocked out, you're just out of sorts. Okay. Yeah, I think that you can see him start to flinch slightly as the uh this sort of panoply of stars passes by we watch the life cycle of this particular star uh supernova or reach a supernova state it explodes and as it does he starts to twitch or convulse ever so slightly and slumps down to the ground and i think macbeth is right there and he's just imagined uh, not even thinking about it just imagined a medical tricorder in his hand and he's now running it over uh fane I, in turn, do what I would do in a medical situation, more out of instinct and stuff. And can I imagine a medical bay? Yeah, you can. You can imagine up a bio bed. Okay, who 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 imagined me with four hands? Why do why? why uh, do I have you, four hands. You don't have four hands. I think you are having double vision. Oh. Okay, I need you to cl close your eyes. Because any other sentry input could affect yourself, uh, uh, being of self, or something like that. Okay, I don't know which one of you is talking to me, but... Uh, Close your eyes. That's, that's, you're making sense. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, just, I think I can still see you with my mind. Oh, fantastic. Just yeah. put your head down on the pillow. Now there are three of you. That's, <laughs> that's a trip. Uh, I mean, technically there's six of me here, but that's fine. Actually, you know what? That's a that's a fun detail. I think that now that a complication has been rolled, um, yeah, Bolin, if you turn and look behind you, and for the others, Thane and uh, Macbeth, you would see it too. There's kind of like these after images of all of Bolin's past life. They don't seem to be doing anything. They're just sort of floating behind Bolin, but they are there all the same. Well, that's only what, what I normally see in my nightmares, so that's great. Are we like looking at part of your soul? Or part of my mental perception or any one of the above? Right. 
you have very much a stoner face on right now. You didn't take anything before coming on the mission, did you? Uh, I don't remember. You didn't eat the brown leaves uh, in on uh, deck three, right? The little, the little like get together they had. I, have I don't get invited stop to parties. Stop okay. leaving those brownies in the hallways. No, no, no! It's not me. It's Beta Shift. They have they have get togethers. And they 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 make the space brownies, and I keep saying we're in space. They're technically space brownies anyway, but like, shh, that's not the point. I don't we know where they. Thanks. You know that? Yes. It's it's one of the things I dislike about you the most. Oh, thank you. Wonderful. <laughs> You're welcome. I just gotta keep speaking just to torment you. Yeah, I'm curious fine. to know what he dislikes about me. The fact you're so Klingon. It is one of my most endearing features. Yeah, you're right, it is. It's a double-edged sword, like a Batleth. Batleth's not double-edged. It's double-ended. Does that make any sense uh, to you, Beth? I have long since given up trying to make sense of Maki. Uh, it's like makes, one of my past self, like whispering my ears, that's not how a Batleth is. All right, well, in regards to the medical test, you can either give me a daring or a presence plus medicine here. The difficulty will be a three to heal Thane. Uh, right, since, since I magicked out the tricorder, shall I go ahead with that? Or do you want to take it being since you um, started talking? Or... No, no, you can do the medical thing because my medical is uh, one. I'm Fair just enough. talking bullshit just to role play, so don't worry about it. Uh, Elaine, sorry, what, were, yes. what was I rolling then? Uh, either a daring or a presence plus medicine. Uh, let's go with daring and medicine then. Okay. Mm. Emergency medicine again? Yeah, I'll give it to you. Awesome. Uh, and let's just see what happens. I'd like to just imagine off to the side that one of my previous hosts is like describing different weapons, and this is a double-edged sword. This is a bat that they are not the same. <laughs> All right, so you only have two successes here. Um, you needed three. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, do you wish to succeed with a complication? Yeah, let's do that, please. Okay. So I'm actually not going to take the complication. I'm going to take two threat because I've been sitting at zero for too long, so I'm going to take the two threat. Um, so yeah, what I'm going to say is that you can determine what this looks like in roleplay, but via some manifestation or some process that you go through, uh, Thane's weariness and Thane's out of sorts is mitigated and they are back up to full capacity. I don't have a head. How can I have a headache? It is interesting. Your neural pattern is quite peculiar. I mean, more peculiar than one would expect in this situation. It seemed to... The only word I can think of is dissipate for a short period. Maybe because it's not actually here? Indeed. He does not have a head to hold it all together. This is a reasonable hypothesis. If If he is in the state that he is... His subconscious may be thinking of stuff like going to bed or to med bay or something, which is drawing his conscious self not where we are currently are, because we're heading towards where we want to go. 
his body's trying to, well, his subconscious is trying to push him to a place of rest. This is a reasonable hypothesis also. I mean, do we have even any grounds to make hypotheses reasonable or otherwise? What else do we have? Well, I think I have the will to get out of here. So, <clears throat> one of my hosts was uh, one of my previous lives has given me a thumbs up from that uh, from that you know from that description. So I think it's good. Whoa, whoa, whoa. who are these people? Oh, the those are my previous the, lives. Then why, why is that is one holding a double-edged batleth? Um, Jinro is a very stabby person, and he was currently going over the 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 the, the pros and cons of different bladed weapon and what's a double-edged weapon and what's not. I feel I would get on with this Jinro. I, I've never understood the bat left, by the way. I mean, it seems like such an inefficient weapon. And Macbeth is going to head to the helm and just ignore that question completely because <laughs> there's only one answer he can give. <laughs> All right. Well, Macbeth, it's now time for you to make an attempt at this. Again, it is a presence or insight plus command. You can pitch something different, but that is it by default. Not a presence and insight. Uh, hmm. Can I make an argument for reason? Uh, if you tell me how. Well, I really want to roll it. Uh, <laughs> Maybe control because you're trying to master your own thoughts and marshal uh, them directly. You know, I, I would like to perhaps suggest control then, yes, uh, because as sort of alluded to earlier, um, Macbeth doesn't want people to see inside his own head. They d doesn't want to see doesn't want them to see what a Klingon experience is or, or might dream of or, or think of in the in the wee small hours. Um, and so he's trying to rein in his mental, uh, his thought processes, basically, and trying to just focus inherently on the letter N. Okay. Yeah, go um, ahead and give me a control command. Again, the difficulty here is only a one. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't help me that much more, but it's, it's worth a shot. I mean... You'll need to get one success, I believe. Mm. I believe. Two hey, successes, you get go. a momentum back. And then, yeah, <laughs> again, since the extended task, it is uh, your command plus two challenge dice. We only uh, need to get two because of work track. Mm -hmm. uh, so oh, no, we need to get two work done, don't we? Yeah, so you still need to come up with five successes on the challenge dice. Um, but if you do, you'll succeed. You'll completely finish and the task. And it was command plus two, right? Correct. So I've only got the three dice, so I don't feel like five is on the cards, but who knows? Well, you never know. Mm, that's not good. Yeah. Uh, well, so, if you spend one momentum, you can... I was about to say, can I re-roll that with the momentum? Yeah. Or just can. get one more success so you definitely do a work because we are at the end of the work track. Mm -hmm. What's most beneficial? Uh... I think probably re-rolling them, right? Um, well, if you re-roll, you have a chance of getting even more successes. Yeah, um, let's give it a shot. Uh, yeah, okay. So I've taken the momentum down, and here they come. Okay. See, that That's is better. significant. Yeah. Now, what I would tell you, if you spend your one remaining momentum, you will complete the extended task. Mm. Yeah, might as well. Yeah, yeah mm -hmm. I think so. All right. So... In this mental cosmic journey, um, 
you've been sort of floating through galaxies and floating through stars. All of a sudden, you find yourselves on your feet uh, on solid ground. Like, it feels like you're standing on something. And all around you is a rocky landscape that kind of actually looks like something out of, like, Conan the Barbarian or John Carter of Mars, where it is... Again, anthropocentrism, but it's 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 basically a quote unquote alien or a foreign landscape is what I'm getting at here. Um, what you're noticing, though, is in the sky, quote unquote, above you is that there are planets colliding with one another in violent affairs. Um, so those planetary collisions are sort of breaking off into bits of debris, and it basically is a. Uh, cascading uh, falling star or falling, um, uh, what's the word I want? Shooting star. It's just a cascading uh, shooting star f- uh, phenomenon where the sky is just streaks of light in addition to all the planets colliding. Now, that okay. only lasts for about maybe about five seconds, enough for you to take it all in. Then all of a sudden, there's a bright light, and before you um, is this enormous humanoid brain and in the center of this brain as it is there's a door that looks like something you would see on the baja like an actual like double door that you could walk through this is also not my fault i don't understand a thing about this hello over there Okay, yeah. they don't seem to respond. Actually, no, they do respond. I was just reading my notes. Uh, ah, the door okay. opens. <laughs> oh. Thanks for opening the door for us. Um, Fane, are you okay to walk on your own? Uh, yeah, question, GM. Yes. When you say that the door is sort of in the middle of the brain, does that mean we actually have to traverse part of the brain to reach the door? or? Um, it's on the frontal lobe is where we'll put the door. Okay. I mean, I've seen enough of, and she looks over at uh, Marques, your minds thus far today. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I want to like walk into, it just gestures at the door, that. I mean, okay, so two points. Do you want to stay here any longer than you have to? I mean, it could second, be kind of relaxing. Second point. It looks like the only way to progress. And you've already injured yourself by being here, which is the third point. And I don't want you to actually like lose connection to your body. I would like you to return back to a living state. <sighs> being, you know, my friend and all. And, you know, as much as we torment each other, I do care about you. And I don't want you to like lose yourself here. He just sort of grumbles and starts walking towards the door. Macbeth is going to sort of clap Marquis on the shoulder and goes, that was well said. Oh, thanks. <laughs> and I get the feeling like as I like shift forward, all other versions of myself just <laughs> feel like they get shifted forward as well. So point of order, everybody's heading through the door? Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. So, as you traverse through the threshold, you emerge onto what looks to be the Bridge of the Baja. However, there's nobody here. The lights are dimmed and most of the consoles are powered down. 
Um, but sitting in the captain's chair is a young humanoid girl of a species that is kind of between a few. Like, it's not quite Cardassian, it's not quite Bajoran, it's not quite Klingon, it's not quite Andorian, not quite Trill. It's kind of a mishmash of pretty much every Alpha Quadrant species. So you see bits in here and there that make sense, but um, can't determine her species. But what's important is that the girl immediately looks at you and goes, No fair! No one was supposed to find me here! Uh, can I just ask quickly, is it uh, is it flitting between those different species, or is it just literally like like someone just grabbed all the makeup in one van and just smooshed it on someone's face? Yes. So both. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Perfect, thank you. Best answer. <laughs> uh, I don't think we meant to find you, so there's that. Well, you came looking for N. Well, we were told to look for N, so we started playing hide-and-seek, apparently. Not what I expected. Hide and seek. Okay, well, why are you here? Well, you see, we was trying to have a conversation with people of your species, and a gravimetrical disturbance happened, which shunted all of controls, and now we're disconnected from our bodies, and they said, oh, good news, we might be able to put you back, but the only one person that would be able to do it was you. Yeah, long story short, we're here to try to find out how to get away from here what they said well i mean i could help you but i don't really see the point i mean why are you so desperate to be confined in those physical bodies again i mean you're free here as i can attest from personal experience this place is kind of dangerous for us debating if i want to make this a roll uh yeah thane give me a presence command difficulty of two all right um i'll give you a threat okay to roll three dice don't think i would have a focus here unless composure applies i could give you composure (laughs) oh boy okay you may want to spend his determination, my friend. I don't know. I've got two really good complications if you want to keep it. I would say run with it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So to Thane's horror, as you start to puff yourself up and try to communicate how bad the situation is, the rest of you will notice this before Thane. But Thane, your uniform shifts. And instead of being an Ensign's Lower Decks uniform, it is the uniform of a captain, complete with pips and everything. So, I mean, I'm just saying, we would, we would like you to help us to escape from this place, and I... What the hell? Oh, Captain oh Jesus. <laughs> Captain oh. <laughs> Macbeth definitely nudges um, Murky with his elbow and says, you see, he is dreaming of these things. Either it's a dream or nightmare, we'll soon see. Or a mix of both. But anyway, Captain on deck, I salute. <laughs> oh, standard attention. I, I have never done anything this cruel to you. Does the same. <laughs> Bosun's whistle sounds from the bridge too. Captain, many orders. <laughs> shut up! Just shut <laughs> up. That that's that's an order. Back? Do I? <sighs> the alien species. Understood, Captain. Shutting up. Um, no, I just got my first taste of authority, and I kind of liked it, which is really disturbing. That might be the worst uh, part of all. Um, 
true we may be free here, but that's free from your perspective. We we are everything in the universe has its place, and we wish to go back to our own place. Marquis, I'm the captain has not given us permission to speak freely. No, no, he's told you to shut up. That does not invalidate what I said. No, but the fact that you're talking against my orders does. You have given me much to think on, Captain. You can talk. You can talk. Go, go, go right ahead. Uh, <clears throat> oh, he just starts ripping the pips off his uniform. And to your horror, every time you pull off a pip, another one. And if you pull off all the pips, it actually comes back as an admiral's bar. Admiral on deck. Wow. You promote fast, sir. Apparently, yes. This is a nightmare. It is perhaps the most disturbing thing that's happened to me in my life. Could you please get us out of here? And this whole affair gets uh, Anne laughing. And she says, well, this is, this is delightful. I mean, I know I like my solitude and transcendence, and I don't really get the whole friendship and duty you all seem to have. But, I mean... I'm starting to get an inkling of why you want to go back to your confined existence. But, uh, I mean, and she kind of looks around the bridge. I mean, even this place is just your consciousness making sense of the reality around you. And if you are willing to help me understand what it is that you're trying to get back to, I'm happy to help you. Okay. Are you not the same species as the other QSLs that we've encountered? You seem to be of a different nature. Well, that would be because I was the first. As in, when time began, I was here. Huh. I mean, it's not the same as... I mean, it would be like dimensional dysphoria. We're not meant to be here. This is not our. As, this is not the way our mind is meant to process things. If we stay here, we'll either change into something which no longer resembles ourselves, merge into one being, or and, and numerous other sort of things. Our mechanics do not work for this dimension. Our mind cannot cope for it. We'll break and reform into something else unrecognizable, or we'll just break for good. Small friend is correct. Have you heard of the game baseball? And N kind of cocks her head to the side, and it's baseball, a human sport. Would you like to play baseball? No, I was told this worked for Captain Sisko. It is supposed to explain everything. <laughs> Yeah, and just looks at you like, go on. I think that's as far as he can get. I don't think metaphysics or philosophy is his strong suit. Uh, yeah, anyways, uh, why we should go back? Well, uh, as frustrating as it might be, there are people there that we care about and that we don't want to be without. Uh, even if they are hellish and nightmarish and they put demands on you constantly and force you to live out their dreams because they're all miserable failures and they you know 
I think you're live vicariously through you. Too much. You no. still care about them, and you don't want to ever see them again. No, no, I, I, I think he's getting to a point here. Let him cook. No, that was that was the end. Oh. Um. Okay. All right. I, I kind of understand why you want to go back. Uh, what about you, small trill friend? I am not ready to face what's behind me. And here, I can only see it. Point of order, you can never actually face what's behind you. Um, I'm talking about my past, my past lives. I am not ready to deal with them on the level that I'm currently dealing with them, as nice as they are. I am not ready for the burden of the past. And here, it's omnipresent. Interesting, interesting. And uh, what about you, Klingon friend? For me, there is great honor in being able to overcome your own... the concept of the mind that a Klingon has. A Klingon must be able to master their mind. They must be able to overcome the adversity within. I cannot do that here. If my every whim is catered for, what honor is there in any success? What taste of defeat will I ever experience? No, no. This is not a place for a warrior. All right. Debating if I want to make this a roll or not. Um... Yeah, let's make it a roll. So all of you can assist each other on this roll. So there's at least two assists on this. This is going to be a presence plus your power stat. So whatever your highest stat is, it is presence plus that. All right. So engineering for me, if that's correct. Mm -hmm. um, so does Blogger Woggle count as a focus? <laughs> Blogger Woggle does apply yes. as a focus. <laughs> All right, I have a 15 with a Blogger Woggle focus. Can I focus the Blogger Woggle or somebody can beat me? No, I think you've got it. <laughs> I think you've got it, yeah. All right. all right. Well, I'll tell you that the difficulty <laughs> is a five here. Okay, great. Fantastic. So you definitely want to probably spend some determination, and chat did give you momentum as well. Okay, cool. Is that plus the momentum we already have? Uh, no, I already encountered it, so you should ah. be at one. All right, ah, okay. so... Determination and an extra die with momentum and a threat? Yeah. Uh, I am going to use the uh, the value. I am not ready for the burdens of the past. Okay. And I'm going to spend a threat and a momentum to get three dice. Okay. And before I roll, I'll have my uh, co-hosts depict how they are going to help in this regard. Yeah, Thane, I think you have, what, the highest is con for your discipline? Yes. All right, so you're doing a presence con. And then, uh, oh, crit even. Very nice. And then, uh, Macbeth, I'm assuming presence medicine for you. I think based on what I was saying, I think probably security makes more sense. I mean, it's That'll the same too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's just one, isn't it? So I don't think I have... I mean, I, yeah, I don't have anything. I don't think that I could focus on that. So... All right, All right, we're already at three successes, so Bolin, just don't roll complication. 
All right. Wow. So wow. that is <laughs> that is six successes plus two plus one. So that is a grand total of nine successes here. That that's actually might be a new record. Um, I didn't even buy five dice. Yeah. So the elder and does listen to you all and says, you know what? I was going to have you go through this whole trial where you showed me the loyalty to your ship and to the crew and to help me understand. But I can feel the passion behind your voices. I can feel the passion in your body language. I'll send you back. I can send you back to your bodies and you're going to be right before that gravitational wave hits you. Now, I know it caused the gravitational wave and you must excuse me. It's uh, excess energy from the singularity, but you shouldn't encounter it again. You'll just be completing what you came here to do. Okay, that's bizarre, but considering everything, I'm going to ignore the physics behind that. No, I mean, it's just time travel. We get sent back to our bodies in a minute before we encountered the wave. It happens yes, all the time with this weird extra dimensional things. The wave is not going to happen there, which means it has happened because we've experienced all of this, but it's not going to happen anymore. It's best yeah, not see, to that's think why about I failed temporal mechanics. In any so, case, before I send you away, there is one other thing I have to tell you about. The entity known as A that you have aboard. Mm -hmm. Tell him I said hello. Okay. Will do. I salute. Waiting on your orders, Captain. <laughs> Admiral. Admiral, please. <laughs> Forgive me, Admiral. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh do whatever you have to do to get us back home that's my order okay I, I just i i establish you know broad spheres of of you know tasks a wise and then i just I just delegate yes uh, a a show of strength of your leadership skills yes he, he was born for command i mean i can't be worse than all the other animals we have this is regrettably true. Uh, yeah, those bad those bad egg admirals seem to pop up quite frequently. I mean, like fifty percent of Starfleet's budget is in the Admiral Hush Up Fund with the conspiracies that they enact. Did right? you hear about the Texas class that happened? Well, yes, but we shouldn't have because, like we said, the Hush Up Fund. Mm -hmm. So I don't know who was spreading that rumor, but. Oh, so we'll we'll through this conversation real quick. You're back in the shuttle on the edge of the singularity. It is interesting that we began this discussion on this very ship, as it turns out, with you suggesting that I believe in the cover-up and conspiracies within Starfleet, and yet now you speak of an admiral's hush fund. You know, I just kind of say things to needle people. I, mean, I have noticed this. I think we yeah. got the information from the, the Cali class uh, gossip circle. It's like one of the largest ones. Wait, why are we talking this? I need to say I need to say say to A that N says hello. You also need why to initiate the that? transport. Yes, the last transporter. Oh, and uh, make sure you're recalibrating for any sort of gravimetrical disturbances. Ariana. <clears throat> Wait, how do I know about that? So uh, as the camera starts to pull away, I'm actually going to spend two threat because the transport happens as it should. But Thane and the rest of you realize that Thane, you kept the Admiral's uniform. Oh, I'm not going to like explaining this to the captain. 
technically you outrank him. That Wait, is technically correct. Real? The worst kind of being correct. I wasn't daydreaming about my my my, my obligations to 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 to, 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 to symbiote and other such things, and that wasn't just another dream ticket. I'm going to shut up now before I spill too much. You have that kind of vivid dream regularly. I yeah la 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 engineering noises beep 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 boop beep 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 boop. Why do I remember something about a double-edged sword? Well, as the uh, camera pulls out of the shuttle, that's where we're going to end today's episode. So, yeah, what'd you guys think? That was great. Very fun. Always is. Yeah. So what I would say is that uh, that was my adaptation of the adventure found in the back of the uh, Lower Decks book, Lightning in a Bottle. So I actually really like Lightning in a Bottle. It does a lot of cool things from a Lower Decks perspective. Mm -hmm. Um, But that difficulty five check that you guys aced, um, had you not aced it, you basically would have had to go through a starship combat-like scenario. So I'm very glad we skipped that. <laughs> Dodging the starship combat, uh, 101. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Happens a lot. The aim of every Star Trek Adventures GM, I think. Yes, exactly. Just, can we avoid this somehow? <laughs> I mean, that's actually quite in keeping with the Federation and Starfleet ethos. We always want to avoid combat, no matter what the cost. <laughs> you on a th- there's a reason why the, the Starship combat rules are so terrible. <laughs> it's thematically Meta. appropriate, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, well, Twitch, stick around, because we're going to raid somebody, but YouTube, this is where we say goodbye. Bye, YouTube. Bye, YouTube. Bye, YouTube. Bye, YouTube.